Hey guys, welcome to the Kickback Cafe. It's Dr. Sonia here and... Hey, it's Donna. We're bringing you a fresh perspective on timeless content. We're back. I'm going to start with the word of the day, vehemently. To be vehement means forceful or powerful or extremely emotional, passionate about something or intense. If I were to use it in a sentence, I would say Jana was vehement about her facial care products. I don't know. What are you vehement about? Oh man, this makes me feel really sad because I don't have anything. (laughs) (laughs) You have to be passionate about something. More so writing, yeah. Yeah, so you can be vehement. I have been really into my health lately, exercising every single day. Nice. How quickly did you notice any changes? Yes, I noticed changes the first week and I was so happy about the results. So then going on, I noticed even more changes and that made me happy. Whoa. Yes. I know I lost a lot of weight last year. I wanted it back almost immediately after I lost it. Not like all of it, but I wanted some. And I'm really tall, so I had a really skinny frame my life so gaining weight was different for me i've never had a really flat stomach and i'm okay with that i like my stomach actually i've never been a person that really wanted one i'm comfortable with the size where i am now a lot of people are looking at models and actresses and actors and guys with the rock hard abs which is nothing wrong with that i'm not opposed to it i think that people have to be comfortable in their own skin your goals for your body are your goals for your bodies yes i like the weight everywhere else except for my stomach so i'm like eat more and work out your core that is my motivation oh my gosh so speaking of core the last couple of months i had injured my back really really hard exercising back in april i kind of started this new regimen and the middle to the end of june i heard a disc in my back. I was completely out of commission. Just started physical therapy. So now I'm starting to feel a little bit better. So no um, more twerking? Well, yeah, because they say that's good for spinal health. I've been trying to like slowly get back into my routine because I miss working out. I just like workouts for the way that they make me feel during, after. But I had to find the right regimen for me. I just am a person who super concerned and in tune with my body and my health and well-being, whether it be physical, mental, emotional so I want to get back in the swing of things although I do like my size now there's not anything that I want to see like necessarily change maybe I could lose a few pounds in the stomach area but I like to eat and food is good so I'm good with that it's hard to push yourself to get to the gym but I think once you get there you want to do it that's where I'm at in my physical fitness journey I'm trying to get back on track I miss working out yep so eat more work out your core All right, so that is the slogan for today. I like it. And also, I think that I've been slowly transitioning into the vegetarian world. Why? Because for these past three weeks, I've only eaten meat three times. So you want to go vegan or you want to be a vegetarian? Vegetarian, yeah. I've only eaten meat three times in the last three weeks. Nice. Including today. Yeah, I'm not a huge <laughs> like meat eater either. Have you watched What the Health? No, but I have watched Rotten on Netflix. What's that about? It has different topics. Honey, garlic, peanut butter, meat. And it tells the history of it and the rotten parts of it. On The first episode was about honey. And it was telling about fake honey products 
products that weren't good for you and honey products from other countries and it was coming to america and it just tells you like the history of it that sounds like a good show i'll definitely check it out you gotta yeah. watch what the health though yeah i've heard about that and yeah. that's when i brought up rotten because i thought they sounded kind of similar to health related i haven't seen rotten yet but i know that what the health kind of goes into the politics behind the things that we consume so i'll definitely check out rotten Let's talk about black politics right now. And I only say black politics because Trump and his Twitter and black people. As always, there is always trending news about Trump. He recently, he talked about LeBron James, his interview with Lemon. And Lemon? I couldn't, I don't know his first name, but Who's yes, Lemon. Lemon. Oh, Don Lemon? Yes, Don <laughs> Lemon. Like, what? His interview with Lemon? Okay, let's respect lemon here. Okay. I just saw like <laughs> lemons in my brain, like real fruit lemons. <laughs> we love LeBron and we love lemon. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay, so I guess he saw these two great black wealthy American men having an interview and he decided to go on Twitter and downgrade this interview and also downgrade these two men. He basically said that LeBron James was dumb and he was just as dumb as Don Lemon and everybody was after him saying these are two successful men. They talked about how LeBron James is so into charity, how Don is on this big platform in front of America. America, trying to spread positivity how could the president of the united states of america downgrade such a beautiful thing so what was the president's tweet donald j trump tweeted lebron james was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television don lemon he made lebron look smart which isn't easy to do i like mike okay <laughs> okay <listen. laughs> Okay, so now I got it. And his own wife, Donald Trump's own wife, Melanie, went against her husband and threw some real shade. So, Melania, Melanie made a statement that said... Melania. Melania, is that her name? I think. Well, Donald Trump's wife <laughs> made a statement that said, It looks like LeBron James is working to do good things on behalf of our next generation. And just as she always has, the First Lady encourages everyone to have an open dialogue about issues facing children today. As you know, Mrs. Trump has traveled the country talking to children about their well-being, healthy living, and importance of responsible online behavior with her Be Best initiative. Her platform centers around visiting organizations, hospitals, and schools, and she would be open to visiting the I Promise School in Akron. Akron, Ohio. In Akron. That's the one. In Akron. Akron. For Akron. <laughs> okay, so that's the school I was talking about. It's the I Promise School LeBron started. Free tuition, free uniforms, free bicycle and helmet, free transportation for these kids if they live within two miles of the school, free breakfast, lunch, and snacks. Okay, so notice I said everything free. <laughs> A food pantry for families. He's even helping the parents with GED and job placement services. And then for every student that graduates from this school, he is giving them a full ride to university. Of Akron. In other words, this is a very powerful black man. The structure of the school is amazing. We should have more. Who's ever heard of everything free? Literally, free tuition, free uniforms. Seems pretty smart to me. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I'm really interested to see how this is going to play out. Are there going to be other schools that adopt this model? Is it going to partner with public schools? How is this going to work? I really hope that this model, at least, is transitioned to other states and other schools to give everybody the opportunity for this. Because I know parents that are paying <laughs> massive amounts of money per year for tuition, let alone like tuition doesn't even cover school uniforms and books. And I know parents parents putting their elementary school kids and middle school kids through school paying the same tuition as adults pay or young adults pay to go through college right yeah is bad. So. Why is Donald Trump fighting against people in his own country? I really wish that he would put this much energy into North Korea Kim Jong Un Neil. <laughs> what is that man's name? <laughs> Kim Jong Un there are so many more relevant issues and so many other things that we can spend energy on and that he should be spending energy on rather than disseminating an agenda of hate and inequality throughout America. I don't think that that's the mission and goal of presidency. Right. So I guess this is a bad time to bring up more Trump. <laughs> Twitter fingers, people. He did not name Colin Kaepernick from the NFL, but he did downgrade the entire NFL or those who participate in taking a knee. So on August 10th, Donald Trump da -da -da -da, tweeted, the NFL players are at it again, taking a knee when they should be standing proudly for the national anthem. Numerous players from different teams wanted to show their outrage as something that most of them are unable to define. They made a fortune doing what they love. Be happy, be cool, a football game that fans are paying so much money to watch and enjoy is no place to protest. Most of the money goes to the players anyway. Find another way to protest. Stand proudly for your national anthem or be suspended without pay. Uh, I don't even understand why this is still a thing for him. Boycotting or protesting the national anthem, taking a knee during the national anthem. It has nothing to do with any disrespect to the flag, to the troops, to being a citizen of the United States of America. It has everything to do with power. This is freedom of expression and mm -hmm. I don't think that there should be anything wrong with that. Like I said, it's power based. I don't think it has anything to do with a lack of respect, especially not for the troops and the people that fight for us. It has everything to do with power. And if people want to boycott that should be respected in and of itself you can't tell people how to feel everyone's right. feelings are validated a lot of people when they talk about the black lives matter movement which is awesome absolutely support but police brutality against the black community people are trying to link that with black on black crime there is no such thing as black on black crime let me just put that out there well there is but it's separate from police brutality and then on top of that it's like all right so if we're going to talk about police brutality and what's going on against the black communities it's a separate issue from black on black crime which is a separate issue from white on white crime and hispanic on hispanic crime mm -hmm. and asian on asian and crime. i say there is no black on black crime because you don't hear people saying hispanic on hispanic white on white you don't hear people saying that you hear people singling out black people all the time in america black on black crime 
media brainwash yes definitely pushing an agenda but i wouldn't go as far to say as there isn't black on black crime but my point is that there's race on race crime period everywhere like you said white on white crime asian on asian crime hispanic on hispanic crime although that's not necessarily ever talked about and it's not actually pushed as an agenda as black on black crime is on television Mm -hmm. like in the news do you ever hear people when they say a crime say a white man came out of his house and shot another white man across the street that was doing this or that no but when they talk about black people they say a black man all the time they have to say that they have to put the race of a black man out there on the news and that's basically just to get people's minds focused on skin color on black crime they want you to think that black crime is so high but really the ratio is so many more people than black people in america but you will always hear about black crime always when we talk about majority and minority we talk about quantity of people and not necessarily disproportion so the minority population is starting to become the majority actually since trump said outrage at something that most of them are unable to define he's saying that there is no basis for this taking a knee we are unable to define it But let me break it down for Donald Trump since this is a movement that is unable to be defined. Or maybe he just does not understand it or maybe he can't understand it. America is supposed to be about the land of the free and freedom of speech. Nobody has to hold hands and say the Pledge of Allegiance. Nobody has to do that. If we speak out, it's outrage. Like no matter what, it's a peaceful protest. Nothing is even being said, but people are still upset. Silence speaks volumes. It's also a moment to bring to light. Ultimately, black people don't have the luxury of even not saying anything at all. I think taking a knee is proving just that. Whether it gets hate or love, it is putting a movement in place. We can literally just be in existence and take up a space and people are still mad. Let me bring up history. Rosa Parks, because she was in the front, white people didn't want her to take away from them. White people did not want to be behind black people, period. Even if it was on a bus. A lot of people want to say racism is dead. Nobody does that anymore. Who thinks like that anymore? But this was just 60 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. We still have grandparents that are living that experience racism. Even parents that have experienced racism. Everybody. Yes. Even I have. Yes. I think people mainly focus on segregation. Even though it's not rules put in place, it's still an unspoken thing. White privilege is silent but it speaks volumes black people are peacefully protesting in silence but people are still mad at us even though nfl players are taking a knee they are actually standing up for the injustice in america let me get back to rosa park okay she was taking up a space in front of the bus and this made people so mad all she did was say no and what does taking a knee prove look at donald trump's tweets okay (laughs) That is what it proves. And Kaepernick used his platform to take a stand, or in this case, take a knee in front of everyone, in front of live TV. This knee stole the show, y'all. His knee stole the show. People look to football for entertainment, but his knee was the entertainment, okay? We continue to highlight the inadequacy and the controversy and 
despite who may like it and who may not like it he's already the president it's unfortunate that he's bashing people that he doesn't even know and people that don't want to get to know him either there's just an agenda being pushed of hatred and bigotry and inequality these are trying times as a collective do we rise to the occasion can we actually work together do you think that this is something that had to happen these are underlying issues in our country and we need to do something about it a lot of people weren't paying attention a lot of people were sleeping as we say now all the time stay woke to be where we are and to experience the issues that we've experienced in order for us to grow as a society as a country as a people culturally like what do you think i think that this is something that happens every generation every 50 years every 30 years or so every 20 years or so trump's presidency brought a lot of things to light there has to be the bad guy to bring these things out and for things to get better. Everything in the dark must come out to the light. And there has been many racist people coming out. Many people. Because I don't, they feel comfortable. Yeah. It might be because social media, you can capture a lot more things. Or it might just be because they feel comfortable in this world now that we live in. Like I said, all of these things have been present. I think that we're able to capture them more now because of social media and camera phones and those types of things. And I'm not saying that we would have never seen these things if Trump didn't become president. Him becoming president kind of changed some of our climate. Whereas, like you said, a lot of the bigotry and the racism and things that have been underlying all those issues have surfaced. The agenda is being pushed from the top and it's so blatant and it's so visible. Essentially white supremacists holding like these public gatherings and expressing the bigotry and the racism and celebrating that. And that happened as a result, not to say it hasn't been happening, but it was directly related to Trump becoming president. Yes, I just read a tweet by Trump about the Charlottesville. He said, the riots in Charlottesville a year ago resulted in senseless death and division. We must come together as a nation. I condemn all types of racism and acts of violence. Peace to all Americas. This was August 11th. Wow. Yeah, he's very <laughs> contradictory. The whole agenda is very contradictory. Look what's happening to America. We're being broken down. What next? So you speak of injustice and freedoms and freedom of speech. There's this whole thing about essentially immigration camps. What are your thoughts on that? Kids are separated from parents. People are being kept in cages. Oh, this is going down in history. This is going to be like in your children's history books. It has to be. It's not real life, but it really is. This will go down in history. Mark my word. So like crazy. you don't just put children in a cage and not get talked about after he leaves office the next generation is going to be like wow those people were crazy just like the nazis followed hitler we look back and we think wow they were crazy but in their time for them to do all that they did they didn't think it was that crazy for them to do it at the time and now here we are in a position where trump is putting children in cages and tearing them apart from their mothers these are children who don't speak any english 
They come to a foreign land. They don't know anybody here. Everything is new to them. All they have to cling on to are the people who brought them here. Their parents, right? The people who can understand them, that can nourish them, and they're ripped apart from them. And a lot of people say, oh, it's the parents' fault. No, it's not the parents' fault. The parents are trying to do right by their children. As a mother, I would do anything for my child to have a great life. Yeah, our system is broken. There can be different processes than what we currently have in place, but we'll see how it all plays out, unfortunately. I had the pleasure of speaking at the Human Trafficking Symposium at Wilmington University, and as we're sitting there talking about people who are sex trafficked and trafficked for labor purposes, the conditions in which these folks are being held is not okay at all. And then to build a wall? It's not. The way he is treating the Mexican culture mexican children their parents they're in mexico and they come to better their life for safety for education for work for a decent living and they bring their kids with them and maybe they can't get green cards all the time maybe they can't get work visas all the time maybe they can't get college visas all the time there is a long line and a long process to get all of these things and so many people get denied from these things not because they're criminals just because of their nationality and ethnicity yes just because they don't have all the resources over there as america people fail to put themselves in other people's shoes people really fail to do that and i'm gonna use this word that you don't like minority i think as a black minority and as a mexican minority i can put myself in their shoes in a way i think that's an important part of being human is to make sure that we are connected not just to like ourselves i think a healthy balance emotionally psychologically is to connect with other people i think that that's the way that we learn without the human connection we can't learn from our mistakes we wouldn't be able to learn about other cultures and other ways of doing things living life to its fullest right but they do want people oh my goodness did you hear about this trump said that you need a id to buy groceries in the grocery store i didn't hear that yeah who needs an id everyone anyone who wants to buy groceries need an id so trump stated he said you know if you go out and you want to buy groceries you need a picture on a card you need id trump continued you go out and you want to buy anything you need id and you need your picture so first of all, what I want to say is, when is the last time Trump has went to a grocery store? <laughs> Can anybody tell me? <laughs> so I'm like, is this something that he wants to do? Like, is it? Because I'm confused. Because, all right, just another way to weed out the immigrants from buying groceries and from making a living and putting dinner on their family Hold table. On. Okay. <laughs> and I, what kind of ID to buy groceries? Like a license ID or identification card. Yes. So if you don't have an ID, so if I go to the store one day and I leave my ID, I can't buy groceries? That is very correct. Yeah, people have got to vote. What do you think Hillary Clinton is doing right now? I think... She's probably laughing at us. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary had her faults, but I would rather her as president just because she had previous experience with her husband. And honestly, America does not know everything that goes behind closed doors. We don't know things that happen. Yeah, we're there's, not privy to yes, a lot. 
Like, there's things that Hillary Clinton knows that she's not allowed to tell the public. It's things that she is very experienced in. Trump, as an actor or TV host, privileged with his father's money, wasn't very ready for politics. I mean, I think it's crazy. Honestly, I think it's crazy. I know people did not go out and vote on purpose. No one was running who they wanted to vote for. A lot of people don't do research before people they vote. People voted for Harambe, the ape. People just don't do research and people take it as a joke. And now I bet the people who did not go out and vote are kind of like, uh, lesson learned. I saw the interview that Jimmy Kimmel did with Kanye West and basically he asked him such hard questions. Why does he think that Trump cares about black people or any people in general for that matter when Kanye said on TV that George Bush doesn't care about black people? And Kanye was just quiet of course because how do you answer that? Have you seen his recent rants when he was on TMZ? Oh yeah, I did see that TMZ yeah. about liposuction and slavery was a choice. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that Jimmy Kimmel did an excellent job. The way that he phrased this question, the way that he asked him. I mean, literally they had to go to commercial break because Kanye had no response. He just kind of looked in the air like, well, he's a Trump supporter. Right. But Trump is like kind of spreading the hatred and everything that we just talked about. Right. And so Trump just praised Kanye on Twitter yesterday. Well, yeah. So he, how are you a Trump supporter is basically what Jimmy was saying when you like just a few years ago, you famously said that George Bush doesn't like black people. First of all, it was hilarious and it was it right was. on time <clears throat> and no one knew he was going to say that. Everybody was stuck. This on like live TV and then you turn around years later and you're supporting black blatant bigotry and hatred and inequality and discrimination right again on live tv right that slavery was a choice just got me yeah he had no response on jimmy kimmel and jimmy kimmel should be applauded i was like wow that was awesome the way he even worded the question was good Try to use the word of the day vehemently. Like Dr. Sonia is vehement about jump first. Boom. And eat more workout your core. <laughs> Alright guys, see you guys next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Kickback Cafe podcast. Kickin back, oh yeah.